This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Men's Day this happy Friday. My name's Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Krishanda. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Carla. Good morning. Happy Friday, sister. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac. And Isaac dwelt by the well, Lerai. Blessings of the Lord be upon you. It's a happy Friday to declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? The Lord liveth, and blessed be thy rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avengeth me, and that bringeth down the people under me, and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Thou also hast lifted me up on high above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. We travel on this protection of the Lord. Uh, good morning, Susie. Happy Friday. <laughs> good morning. You can recognize Sorry, my that. voice today, huh? Uh-huh. It's a yeah, little better. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was... Oh, no, that's okay. I thought you were done. That's not a problem at all. I love mm -hmm. hearing I love hearing you talk and recite stuff like that, the Bible and things. Yeah, uh, instead of just hearing... Uh, uh, dead noise. Yes. That empty space. We need to fill that with God's word. And I but love easy. that. Yeah, you never know who's listening. That is right. Very right. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 how are how are things with the family? All is well. Yes, all is well. Um, I've been really, really sick, but the only thing now is I do have a little cough, and my voice is coming back. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Doing better. Thank you for your prayers. Oh, awesome! We're duty bound. We're glad you're on the men. Thank you. Glad you're on the men. 
How's Sister Julia doing? She's doing good. I haven't talked to her in a few days. I went to call her today. I couldn't talk to hardly anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, understandably. But, well, 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 you give her my love and let her know that we're still keeping her lifted up. I sure will. She'll love that. I'll call her today when I get back from the doctor. Awesome. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday to you. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Miss Susie. <laughs> Good morning. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning. God be with you, Sister Yvonne. Good to hear you this morning. Happy Friday to you. Good morning, family. Happy Friday. Sister Veronica. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Happy Friday. We made it again. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. Glad to be in the number. The old folks used to say, I'm glad to be I'm in the number. The land of the living. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, oh, that yes. stuff is like, woo, that, that stuff meant something. You didn't really know what it meant then, but it make a whole lot of sense now. Oh, oh, f- f- folks are starting to, to get get daily reminders because the the things that drove the saints to their knees back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, Okay, uh-huh. that's okay. That that that's reared its head big time right now, and you're seeing mm-hmm. it daily in terms of how the police are harassing folks, how yep, the government yep. is mm-hmm. is stretching out its hand to mistreat the folks. Uh, you 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 see all through the Old Testament when God spoke to the prophets, how He specifically gave detailed instructions on how you dealt with the orphan and the widow. You couldn't just treat the vulnerable any kind of way. You had to admonish your God with the way you treated them, those that you felt were beneath you, okay? And and you see that stuff happening every day. So for those folks that that forgot the old way and what the saints used to say, you know, you, you used to think that it was funny Used to think that it was just too old fashioned. Well, we we need to move away from all that. Uh huh. You're getting daily reminders right now. Amen. On what it's like to be under siege in your own land. So yeah, Uh, if if you made it, if you made it to Friday, (laughs) nobody beat you in your head. Nobody tried to arrest you for no reason. It's a blessing. And I'm if, if no one else thanks God for that. I'm thanking him for it. Because it's getting serious, y'all. It's getting real serious out here. It and sure even is. Yeah, and, and even under that even under that acknowledgement, we're still under the commandment to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. We gotta do that on a daily. Even if nobody else wants to do it with you, we have to do that. And we have to pray that compassionate hearts and wiser minds speak up on that too. 
you know, because it's okay for the children of God to do it, but we need to turn some of those wicked hearts towards that so they can be used as vessels by God, even if they're not of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So that things go well with us, we're in the land we dwell. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. It's an awesome day to clear victory. It's men's day. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Mr. Shanti. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Unless my eyes deceive me. Uh, the clock on the wall tells me that it's time we got started this morning. So I would ask you all, please, ma'am, please, sir, under the sound of my voice, please check your phone and activate the mute feature. Make sure it's depressed and ongoing so that there's nothing impeding the progress, the hearing, the listening, and the speaking of the word of the Lord so that we all may be blessed this morning. Again, my name is Andrew, and I'm your host for the morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. I'm so glad that you joined us here this morning. This is the place where blessings flow. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Friday, Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you this morning. Be sure to join us here on this call throughout the month of July for a whole bunch of power-packed individual and unique messages from all of our wonderfully gifted declares. You don't want to miss what will be coming out of the bag because you are in for a huge blessing. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, if you've been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me slash declarevictory. We pray, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. Secondly, please join us right here on this same call tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Friday Night Live. Our very own Didi Felder will be teaching on the topic entitled, God's Word is Peace. You don't wanna miss this call. There were no prayer requests on the online app, 
but there are several prayer requests that are revolving, ongoing for us who call upon his name. We need to pray for the orphan. We need to pray for the widow. We need to pray for the parents of those that have been separated from their children. We need to pray for those that are incarcerated, those that are in hospice care, those that are those that are financially vulnerable. They need a breakthrough. We need to pray for those that are out of school right now. We need to pray for those who are on the cusp of not being saved and running out of time. There are so many people that are needing the Lord right now, and we need to pray for each other. We need to pray for our strength. We need to pray for our wisdom. We need to pray for our endurance. The Lord is nigh. The order of the call is as follows. The declaration will be brought by Brother Moses. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be Brother Jeff. That order once again. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Moses. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be Brother Jeff. Immediately following the corporate praise, we will go right into our love, life, and victory section where the declarer, Brother Moses, will bring further comment, further instruction on the word that he brought this morning. Before going further, please make sure that your mute feature is activated and depressed so that as the word of God is going forth, it can accomplish what it was meant to accomplish without any impediment from us. Strap in, buckle up. You're about to be blessed. The next voice you hear will be that of Brother Moses. My name is Andrew. Thank you for allowing me to host you this morning. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you, Andrew. Thank our team today for making this happen again we're on day three guys we're we're done with the week almost done we got one more work day and then it's the weekend and i don't know who holds the record for the most declarations in a week but whoever you are i salute you because this is tough i'm tired but you know what i know we're going to get through this and i know there's a great message lined up today this is actually out of the three messages this week this is the the final message in the kind of little mini series here and it's definitely it's a love-hate relationship i wouldn't say it's my favorite because it's not easy but the freedom that i found when i started understanding this concept and as the lord started opening my eyes really truthfully probably changed my life more than any other teaching that i've ever heard and i have been able to develop this this i am i'm starting a blog i'm starting a i have a website slash blog ministry where i'm going to be releasing blogs every month and and articles and just stuff i'm typing and everything from like spiritual warfare to you know different things about christian the christian lifestyle and just being a modern day believer and this is going to be my first blog post i've been working on this for a couple months now so you guys are getting my this is this is my other baby right here. So 
uh, I'm so happy to share this with you guys. I'm so happy to finally share this and see this uh, maiden voyage. And I just want to open up in prayer before I start getting into everything. So, Father, I, I am truly thankful that you've taught me this. Lord, I, I don't even know where I would be without this teaching. And I'm so happy to share this and to share in my pain, my hurt, my testimony, my victory with everyone today and then everyone else that you'll bring to this teaching. Lord, I ask that you guard our hearts, as you prepare our hearts even, that we would hear this message from a place of understanding the true depths of your nature, your goodness, your kindness, your love, Lord, that our words would be guarded as we exchange information, as I exchange information now and then even later on in the Love Life of Victory portion. I thank you for dwelling here in the midst of this ministry, Lord, as each one of us calls in. And I thank you, Father, whether it's for a minute or whether it's for two hours, Lord, I pray that we be ministered to today in Jesus' name. Amen. This is huge to me. This has been huge to me. This has been absolutely life-changing for me. The message of, the name of today's message is the prison of your mind. And I have absolutely, absolutely been tormented emotionally in my life through things I've done to myself, through situations, even trauma. Just seeing things so traumatizing, even driving by the place of the trauma years after would make my heart sink. Years and years and years after. And we all experience these things in life. And, th- and this, I want to get this out of the way because this, it's almost an insult to God for us to dwell on the pain of this world. And, and I know that sounds crazy because it's like we, we go through some crazy things. We, we, we truly go through some crazy things. I, I, I'm privileged enough to know a few people's testimonies on, on the call that are, that are even listening right now. I have done healing ministries, and I have walked with people back through their testimony to help them find healing, to help them release things, forgiveness. And, and I have heard stories that I don't understand how this person standing in front of me. I've heard stories where I just don't, I don't, I don't understand how a human being can get through that. And I thought my story was tough. I thought my family's was tough. And, and we all will have that in life. We'll all have it. It's inevitable. In some way, there's going to be pain. There's going to be hurt. There's going to be stress. There's going to be moments of fear. There's going to be moments where you, there's nothing. You, I don't care how much you battle with control. I don't, I don't care how much you think you are in control you will be powerless at one point in your life. And we've, we've all been there. Some of us have been there a lot. Some of us have been there in ways that we cannot imagine. And some of us have experienced that within the walls of our own mind. And today we're gonna to talk about that. Today we're not only gonna talk about those mental battles, and we're gonna talk about the nature and the characteristic of being trapped in that, in that fighting pit, but we're gonna talk about how we take power there. Today, I'm going to teach you how to truly, truly, truly take every thought captive. And, and you know, to, to start, I really, I remember my first mentor was, was a, he was our prayer pastor at our first, first ever church we ever went to when I was, when I was a kid, my parents first got saved. This is about Oh, geez, maybe 
like early 90s, mid 90s, and we were going to a church with out in San Jose, south in the South Bay, and it was uh, it was a it was a long time ago. It was, it was, he was our prayer pastor at that church, and he was he was my mentor, and he he was telling me one time years ago. He was telling me our entire theology, our entire relationship with God, and the premise for everything we experience in the world all takes place right here. And he pointed to us head. And I, and I thought that was interesting and, and, and I didn't fully understand. I was like, okay, well, you know, what does that really mean? And, and he said, it's all cerebral. It's all right here. Our, our entire theology, our entire relationship with God, everything, it all takes place within these couple inches right here. And the more I thought on that over the years, it, it, that really stuck with me. And, and I know you've probably heard something from somebody that you respect or just something in life that just really sticks with you for the years when you're driving, when you're sitting down. And, and that one always really stuck with me. And I always really thought that. And, and I would think about verses. And, and two, if we have a lot of verses today, by the way. We have just like a ton of verses. So if you're following through and you normally follow through, I'll do my best to throw out the verses beforehand, but the main verse, the main verse that we're going to be talking about today, this verse comes up in all four talking points that I have today. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought to make it obedient to Christ, taking every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. Okay. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse five, that is our, that's our bread and butter today. And and there's about probably a dozen other verses, half a dozen at least in the first half I'm looking at right now. I don't really follow these notes too, too closely sometimes. So I might just freestyle in a little bit, but I will make sure to read, read out the verses though, because they're, they're very, very, very important when you start piecing this concept together, that it is entirely mental the spirit takes place in our subconscious and conscious mind that is our connection to the spirit realm that is our connection to god how we're outlets we are walking living vessels of god it's because we have the power to think it's because we're intellectual cerebral creatures we can rationalize we can reason we can say well you know what fire really hurts i'm not going to walk towards it we can, we can do a lot of other things i love animals i'm Actually, I really, I really don't. I'm, I had a cat one time I really loved. I, so when I say I love animals, I love that cat. But we're different in that aspect. And so many other aspects, right? Even genetically, all these things, but it's, it's the rationale and our ability to think, to deductive reasoning, to do all these different mental capabilities, right? It all takes place upstairs. Everything, if you were nine years old, and when you were nine, you were like, I'm going to become a baker when I'm an adult. I'm going, I'm going to put, I'm going to work my tail off, and I'm going to save up money, and I'm going to go to culinary school, and once I'm done with culinary school, I'm going to go get an apprenticeship at a bakery, and I'm going to learn everything I need to learn, and I'm going to make money, and I'm going to become the best, and I'm going to start my own bakery, and that will play itself out in so many people's lives and, and sometimes in other ways, right? Other things will come up on a journey and that journey can look like anything in any of our lives, right? 
but it started out as a thought. Started out with a The houses were, were standing in, the cars we're driving to work in right now, the public transportation we're sitting in next to 60 people right now, every single thing started out as a thought. It, was, it, it had its origin in being a thought. And, and it was created. It was followed up on. There was an architect that was hired. There was a project manager that was hired. Everything that happened out in the real world started from one person's brain. One person had a thought. One person had an idea. One person said, oh, well, I mean, it would be great to, to, to try this. And, and, and we all know people, they just have ideas. They have great ideas. My dad's like that. My dad has the best ideas. Every time I talk to him, he's like, hey, Mo, you know what you should do? It's always a pitch. I love hearing my dad's business pitches. He's like, hey, Mo, you know what you should do? You should get a, a laundry bag that you just fill the laundry bag, but the laundry bag itself is detergent, and you throw it in the washer. And it washes itself. And I'm like, Dad, that's, a, that's really a good idea. <laughs> you know, and I'm laughing and I'm like, that's amazing. That's, where does he get these ideas? And, all, and over the years in my life, I've seen my dad has actually had ideas that were so good. Years down the road, I would see that somebody actually did it. And then I would always wonder myself, you know, my dad's the hardest worker I know. He's definitely the most intelligent. Like, he's like an engineer. His brain's like an engineer. It's, it's amazing. My, and my mom could told, I mean, my mom posts about it on Facebook all the time. Like, he's always, like, fixing something around the house or a car or something like that. He's great with that stuff. But there was a disconnect in his mind from being able to create it and to manifest it, to make it happen, to actually see play out in real life what started out as a thought in his mind. And I always wondered that. I always wondered to myself, wow, you know, dad could have been a millionaire if he would have did that. He had the ideas for like all these things years ago. And then I see them happening now and I'm like, wow, he, he really genuinely did have that years ago, years and years and years ago. But I was wondering myself, why doesn't he ever act on any of these? Why doesn't he ever go talk to somebody and, and get some counsel and then figure out, well, how do I get a domain? How do I get a website for that? How do I, how do I get a, a, and, and I, I would always just be perplexed by that. And I would hear other people in my family and in my life growing up, they would say things and they would, they would talk about things they wanted to do and then they would never do it. And I told myself, I was like, I don't want to ever do that. It's not to say that I don't respect those people. Like obviously my dad, I love and respect my dad more than I could even convey in words. It's not the issue, but what the issue is, is I wanted to really truly find out why, why do we not see those things happen? Because obviously it was, it was a great idea. It was a great thought. It was something that really, really made a lot of sense, but there was a disconnect in actually making it happen. And our thinking sometimes is extremely broken. And our thinking and in our mind, our spirit, our heart, all those terms that we're used to saying, it, you know, there's none of us that, that think that we actually think with our actual organ heart because it's just, it's not possible. It's metaphorical for a mind state mentally, right? The same thing, like if someone's, oh, yeah, you know, they're thinking with their stomach, you know, they're, they're angry or anything else, you know, <laughs> we know that that, you know, the stomach, the heart, these organs aren't capable of generating conscious and subconscious thought, right? It's our, it's our brain. It's our spirit. That's what that is talking about. When you hear spirit, it's talking about that. 
and and I don't doubt any. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not trying to challenge any traditional understanding of spirit and mind and all that in a spiritual realm. And I'm not saying it looks like a Toy Story or a Pixar movie on another realm. I'm not saying it doesn't look like that. I'm not saying it does or it doesn't. You know, but I am saying in the very most pragmatic aspect, we have to understand that our spirit, where we receive communication, revelation with with God and with our spiritual environment is very much mental. It's, it's, it's like this intuitive, you can't really explain what's going on there. It's just like thought. It's just like consciousness and these things. We can't truly, really explain it, but we know there's another layer there of thinking and thinking that's subconscious. And then there's thinking that's pre-conscious and it's under there, right? And there's this stuff going on there. We don't know how to describe it. We just know that we think, we feel, we have intuition, we have gut feelings, we have things like that, right? But what's going on is that that's mental, okay? So with that established, this is what happens. That is a powerful, powerful place. Because like I said, the same the same organ, the same part of us that created a company like Amazon and and it sounds there's 160 billion, probably less than 160 billion now after getting divorced, but you know it's like that's neither here nor there, but it's the same organ that created that is within each one of us. The same that started Microsoft, the same one that 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 built the Golden Gate Bridge, that 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 did all these great things and we all have one. We all truly have one. We just don't use it the same way. None of no two of us use it the same way. And anybody that's married definitely knows that. You just don't use it the same way. And there's some people who just, they don't understand the power of their thinking. They don't understand the influence that they have over themselves. We don't understand sometimes, and a lot of times, the influence we have over ourselves. And speaking is, you know, spelling is spelling because it's like, you're, you know, they, there's, a, I, I've been studying the word spelling a lot lately. And there was even spelling like casting a spell, like spelling, speaking is powerful. And we all know the verse in Proverbs, we've all probably used it when we heard a friend saying they weren't going to get that job. They was like, hey, don't say that. Like the power of life and death is in the tongue because that's step two already though. When something is being spoken already, it's already in step two of the of the life cycle of an event because the creation of it, the initial part of it, is from the subconscious mind. And then our conscious mind, and we're going to get into the difference between subconscious and, 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 and conscious, our, our conscious rationale, rationalizing mind says, yeah, I'm going to go through and sit, I'm going to go through and speak that. I'm actually, I believe that so much, I'm going to go through and speak it. And then once I speak it, I'm just going to live it. And that's what happens is someone's, you know, you're just beat down your whole life by, or maybe let's say a boss, they just continue to beat you down and they're just talk down at you. So subconsciously, you're storing every single one of those times that your boss has spoken down to you. And it's lowering your self-worth and it's belittling you and it's demeaning you and you just feel like nothing. So your conscious mind rationalizes I'm not going to ask for promotion because I'm scared because you, your subconscious mind is jam-packed with experiences that tell you that you're not worth a promotion. So your conscious mind rationalizes, ah, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then your conscious mind even rationalizes, I'm actually not going to talk in meetings because I feel like I'm dumb compared to this guy, or he makes me feel dumb, or he intimidates me. 
or, or whatever. And we, we might have all been there at some point. And some of us might even be there today in that place where we're intimidated. And it could be a, it could be a spouse. It could be a, a relationship. It could be a friend. It could be a friend group. It could be a friend in a friend group. It could be something like that, right? So from our thinking then affects our behavior. Our behavior then affects our entire life. And that's what happens is my dad had the idea and, and then he rationalized that he didn't know how to do it. He rationalized that he didn't have time to do it. He rationalized that he didn't have the money to do it. He rationalized that he didn't have the resources to start the company. And that's what happens to us is that in our consciousness, in our conscious mind, we rationalize a way why we can't do something, why we can't be free from it. And, and I truthfully believe this. I truthfully, truthfully believe this. I've been doing healing ministry and deliverance ministry for quite a few years now. I believe that we are all healed and whole in this moment from anything that we're afflicted by. 100%. And this is why I believe that. I believe that because the cross is an event that has already taken place. The cross actually happened over, what, 2000, over 2,000 years ago? Jesus was 33. So it was like 19,900 and something years ago. Correct me. Sorry if my math wrong. That happened already. We are already whole. See, it is our thinking is that we are not whole because our subconscious is jam-packed with events and moments that have lied to us about who we truly are. And we've been trapped in the prison of our mind. And what is happening is that if you are, if you are battling with pride, it is because you are walking into that jail cell in your brain every single day. And I'm going to tell you something about that jail cell. That jail cell, the door is wide open, and it never gets locked. It never gets closed. We walk in, and I'm walking into my office right now to illustrate this, if you can imagine this. I'm walking into my office. I'm turning around, and I'm closing the door right now. You'll probably hear it shut. My door just shut, and we're taking a seat, and we're clocking in for the next 24 hours. And I do not have to stand here. This, this, is, this is my house. I, I pay rent for this house. I can get up and walk in and, out, in and out of this house whenever I want. And I have the authority because I signed the paperwork, and I have the and the power because I pay the rent. So we have the authority and the power of that because Jesus died on a cross, and that same power is within each one of us. And the reason why I'm, setting, I'm taking my time to set up this premise, and I feel like I have a million talking points, is because we have the authority, the power, and the freedom already, but in our thinking, we don't know that. In our thinking, we were never taught that. In our thinking, we were truly never taught that we could be successful. And if you're like me, you might grow up and say, oh, well, you know what? It was just, you know, I didn't, I didn't see very many Mexican college, college graduates growing up. So subconsciously in my mind, that's just not really, that's not really feasible. That's not really possible. And I, you know, it's, you see a lot of, uh, a lot of the guys in the family in the neighborhood going to prison, but you don't see a lot of guys coming back with a cap and gown. So subconsciously, we can build things from our community and our culture and our environment. In, in our media, even, the movies that we watch, the music that we listen to, everything is building up that, that uh, kind of like our, our data list, right? We have like a database inside of our subconscious, and it's huge. It's like, it's like an iceberg. Right, the tip of the iceberg is, is our conscious mind, and then the bottom underneath is all of our subconscious. And it's just stored with data. It's stored with memories, with abuses, with lies, 
with, with things that, even with fears that we perpetuated and created, right? And what happens is we pull from that place and then we see it happen in our life and we wonder, why can I never change this? Why am I still, every time a beautiful girl walks by, why, why can I just not, why can I not check her out or stop checking her out? I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what's going on. Why is it every time somebody cops an attitude with me, I need to let them, I need to bite back at them. I need to fight back with them because they need to know that they cannot, they can't get over me. Every time somebody asks me for money, I can't say no. Anytime somebody at church asks me if I can pick up another job around the church or can I drive around sister so-and-so, and then after that, can you actually come back because we need somebody to be here for the children's ministry? I just don't know how to say no. Why can we not change and condition these behaviors? Why, why after year after year after year do we see that? Why do we have kids and family members who continue to act the same way because they never were taught any differently? because we were never taught any differently. It has nothing to do with the exterior. It's our thinking. We think that we need that. When I used to, I used to smoke maybe pack or two packs a day for almost 10 years. And I just needed a cigarette. I just needed it. I just, I didn't know why I needed it. I wouldn't be able to justify in a thesis why I needed it, but I just needed it. And this first point that, I, that I've been talking about in, in this conscious versus the subconscious is that we have power. We absolutely have the power to change our thinking. We have the power to sit back. And when you see that you missed your check and your check's not going to be in by the first and you don't know how rent's going to get paid, you're pulling from your subconscious mind that is pulling from movies, that is pulling from your parents' experience, that is pulling from seeing your uncle sell his car to pay a loan back that is going back. You're pulling from your subconscious everything. You're saying, this isn't going to happen. The money's not there. This isn't going to happen. That has nothing to do with God speaking. That has nothing to do with God's promises. That has nothing to do with scripture. That is entirely our broken thinking now rationalizing I need to go call so-and-so and ask them for money. I need, to, I need to go do it. And already in that, we've already created the scenario in which we're losing. Because we, like I said, it all starts with a thought. It all is created with one moment of thinking, with one piece of conscious thought. We will create an entire scenario. And then we'll justify how God didn't come through. Oh, I had to do it because, like, I was waiting on God and it didn't happen. No, you already in your mind didn't think God was going to come through. So why would it ever even happen? Why? Why would that ever even happen? You already created the scenario in which he couldn't even help you because you don't think that God can help you. And I've seen countless time and time again where I failed in that. And I have failed. I have failed. I promise you I have failed. I have failed God countless times. I've failed God this week. I probably failed God today at some point. And I've only been awake for an hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. I think we woke up at five. But, you know, I have, I have suffered from broken thinking in so many different avenues, so many different, so many different ways. I did not set my mind on things above. I set them on earthly things. And I betrayed that verse in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Why is the Bible so, you see this all over the place about thinking. Can you see this in Philippians chapter 4, 8? Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. Why does it not say to act on such things? Why does it not say to sow such things? Why does it say to think about such things? Why do I need to think about those things? It's the power of thinking. And Luke in chapter 6, verse 45, like I said, we got, we got a lot of these. They're, they're all over the place in the Bible. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. And the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. And that is exactly what I just said. There's the power from thinking. In Mark 7, 21, from, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts and all the other crazy stuff that it, they've all to list in there. You know, it's like, it, it's, we set our mind to something and it will happen. You know why? Because we have the full power of a divine being behind us in our very creation, in the image in which we were created with. So if your thinking is, I'm worthless, I'm never going to do it. I'm, I never get parking spots. I never do that. I never, I'm just never that guy, you know, and that's, Parking spots is obviously such a small example, but how many of us constantly count ourselves out or things before we ever even get started? Oh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. They never, I don't know. They never pick me, you know, this and that. And I don't know. I just like that. It's already, it's, it's that way. It already is that. Whatever you're thinking it is, it's going to be that. It's like, have you ever had that like swagger going into a situation, that confidence? And it could be anything. It could be like, it could be a chili cook-off. It could be uh, arm wrestling. I don't know where my mind's at today. I'm trying to think of examples, and all I'm thinking about is <laughs> things like that. It could be anything, though. And you walked into it with the confidence knowing that you had already won, and you did. You did amazingly. Like, I, 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 I'm a sound designer. I do music production, songwriting. I do uh, spots for commercials and TV and and film, and, and I do music full-time. And Every time I get an email about a spot that's needed, like one that came in yesterday was uh, Taiwanese, you know, company needs uh, an ad for this, and they're going to pay this amount, and this is the kind of song they want for the commercial, and then they want this, that, right? And I immediately already know the second I read it, it doesn't matter what's on that page. It doesn't matter what's on that email. I know that I can create that song for you because I believe in my songwriting goes. I've been writing songs since I was seven years old. I can tell you everything about music theory. I can tell you everything about song construction because in my mind, in my subconscious, I have so much experience of creating songs, creating music people have been moved by, creating music people have cried to, all these things. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm talking about my experience. I, that's what I choose to believe in. You know what I, what I don't choose to believe in when it comes to my job and my company? I work, I work for myself. I have to believe that way. Okay, when it comes to, when it comes to an ad or, or something that, or a pitch or whatever it is, I don't sit and think, man, how am I going to do that? How am I going to, I just don't see how I can do that. There's no way I can do that in three days. They need this song for this commercial in three days. There's no way I can do that. I've never once thought like that, ever. I, I promise you, I've never thought that way with music. I've thought that way with other things, but I've not thought that way with music. And I've never failed with music. I've just never failed. It has always been there. The music, the quality, everything has always been there because in my mind, 
I choose to think about my success. I choose to think about my ability. I choose to think about my strengths. I choose to focus on my strengths. I choose to think about my strengths entirely. And what happens is that's why I see success in that. Now, here's where it can become a prison. This is where your mind becomes a prison is when you stay fixated on the negative. And I'm going to expand from 2 Corinthians real quick in, in this third point. It, the the first point was conscious versus up, subconscious. And, and the second point that we talked about today was the power of thinking. Okay, so in the third, second to last point here, because i got to close, and I'm definitely, I just apologize to everybody, I'm definitely going to go over today for sure. I apologize in advance. But it's Friday. It's a happy Friday, you know. It's a prison of your mind. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Remember that word fortresses. We're going to come back to that. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I have to say that one more time. But divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Do you know what a stronghold is? A stronghold, that fortress, the word fortress means stronghold in Greek. And it's the same, the same word. The stronghold, the word that they used for stronghold was a thought process. When they're describing stronghold, they're not describing anything but a broken thought process that has become transfixed in your mind. And that broken thought process is you were abused all your life. You're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to be able to be faithful because you fear abandonment and you had no relationship with your mother. So you're always going to be a cheater. That's what a stronghold is. It is a thought that is warring against. Have you ever sat down to pray and you have 40,000 thoughts coming in your head? That shows you how many things are fighting for your thought space. That tells you how many things, if you want to know how much your brain's coming under attack, go try to spend time with God. And that'll tell you real quickly. If you want to know all the things that are trying to distract you from having peace and uh, continuity with God, go sit down and try to be still. Try to sit still for 15 minutes. And if you get any thought, I guarantee you that thought is a thought that is competing with Christ. It could be money. It could be a relationship. It could be a person. It could be a thing you need to do. It could be hunger. It could be anything. That is happening at every moment exponentially in our life almost continuously throughout our days, constantly throughout our days. Right now, I don't have anything in my mind. I'm, I'm reaching down deep to pull from what I know God told me to speak about today, and I got a couple notes and a couple verses about it. But I could sit here for 15 minutes with nothing in my mind because I've practiced that for years, of sitting down and clearing out my head. And you know how hard that is in the beginning? You know how the hard that is? Have you ever tried to talk to a millennial? We don't pay attention to anything. I talk to my, my friends that are my age, and I'll look away. By the time I look back at them, they're on their phone scrolling Instagram mindlessly for the 15th time. And then I pull out Instagram and start scrolling mindlessly. For, I'm just like, what is wrong with us? There's so many things competing for our mind because our mind is the most powerful thing on this planet. Our brain is the most creative force on this planet. It is the most effective weapon on this planet and we, we this is how we this is how we win the battle i'm going to close out with this point romans 12 2 says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove 
what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Okay, we have to, te- and, and the, the last verse I wanted to close, I just want to say it real quick before I get to it, but it was Romans chapter 8, 5 through 7. For those who are according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace, because the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward God, or does not subject itself to the law of God, or does not even able to do so. And I just had that verse in Second Corinthians. I don't know why. I don't know why I typed that Second Corinthians chapter ten, uh, three through five verse. But that's our big verse for today. We have to take every thought captive, and this is how you do it. I'm going to close out and teach you how to do it. The reason why I'm doing a vlog on this and I'm going to be writing about this is because obviously I just spoke for almost 40 minutes right now and it was not even nearly enough time I had to run through all four talking points so I'll I'll post the vlog later once I post it it should be up by the end of this month I'm learning how to edit videos okay so you gotta you gotta you know bear with me here I'm gonna close out with this real quick and I apologize to the team uh, for running a, a little bit late today but when a thought comes in you know I was sharing I had some legal experiences recently and I would get an email from a lawyer that I was negotiating a contract with. And, and it was just like, it was a nasty situation. They were trying to strong arm me into signing a bad contract. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to sign it. And my, and my lawyer, my lawyer thought it was a good idea. And I just didn't, I just didn't think it was, I still didn't have peace. And every time I'd get an email, I would, my stomach would sink and my mind would start going to this dark place of what, ha- what happened if it gets, goes to litigation, what happens if this goes, you know, all these things that are just never going to happen. But my fear, my subconscious mind, my mind that was trained to submit to fear over my life, my mind that all I ever heard growing up was, oh, if you don't do this, this is going to happen, you go to jail. If this doesn't happen, you're going to do this, this is going to happen, this and that. My subconscious was conditioned my entire life to fear every situation that popped up against me. And God did not tell me that. God told me that every situation that pops up against me is being worked together for my good. Scripture tells me that I have nothing to fear because perfect fear casts, perfect love casts all fear. And I have to take these things that pop into my head and I have to examine them against what God has said. And you have to, you have to take every thought captive, truly every thought captive. And train yourself to take every thought captive and to stop partnering with destructive thinking and then wondering why you have a a destroyed life. You have to stop thinking, why am I partnering with that? And then I see this and I see that. And and that never changes. It's because your thinking never changes. Your thinking is what is creating that because your thinking is making you an accomplice in that. And we have to compare it against Scripture. We have to compare it against what God has said. And there's a lot of promises God has given you that are, that are, that are an accumulation of Scripture. A promise from God, if you have a promise from God, it might not be necessarily in the Bible that Tom is going to marry Jane, you know, but that the man who finds wife has found favor with God. There are promises in Scripture, but it's not going to be necessarily your specific situation. Hold it up against that light. Hold on to things that the world will never reflect what God has told you. And I guarantee you, a promise, a promise from God is a warning that you're going to be attacked. That's what that is. Okay, that, will, that promise will come under attack at some point. And I promise you that. I promise you that. I had a promise of a, of a, of a daughter and my wife two months ago were crying in a doctor's office because we didn't know what was going on with her. 
And now today, we're expecting patiently a perfectly healthy baby. But it wasn't always that way. And we don't, we don't know what happened. The doctors even are telling us they don't understand, like, that's crazy how that happened so fast. But I know thinking. I didn't once, I didn't once conform to what the doctors were telling me. My thinking was, <laughs> I've been praying for this little girl for five years. I, I don't care what chart reads, whatever. I, I, I literally do, I don't, I do not even have time for that. My thinking is so stubbornly reliant on what God told me five years ago that I didn't even entertain it. And less than two months later, they're saying, hey, we're sorry for scaring you guys. And it, we can't apologize enough. You know, she literally apologized to my wife and I face to our face two days ago. Because our thinking has to cling to what God has said and not to what the world is saying. So your son or daughter that's running out in the streets right now, and you don't know if they're going to end up dead or in jail or in prison or something. If God said that they're going to be a pastor 10 years from now, then you need to treat them like a pastor right now in training because they are not what the world is pulling them to be. They are going through that because when they're a pastor, they're going to have a testimony. They're going through that right now because when they hit where God called them to, they're, they're, going, to, they're going to need to pull back on the times where they're running in the streets because nobody listens to a perfect person. Nobody, want, nobody can relate to you. If you're on stage and you're perfect or you're trying to show a perfect life, you're, I'm sorry, but you're not going to reach anybody. And you're a liar because you're not perfect. Okay, so let, them build, let God build their testimony. Don't get in his way of building their testimony. But hold on in your thinking for them, and you're going to watch it happen in real life. And I promise you that because I've seen, ever since I've learned this, I have only seen it happen. And whether it's five days, five years, or five months, I've only ever seen it happen. So I'm way over time today. I apologize for that. We'll continue talking about this later in the Love, Life, and Victory, which is in probably like 30 seconds from now. But thank you guys for sticking around. Um, we'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into detail about the verses, too, because there was a lot of them. I know some people probably didn't have time to write those down. If you do, write those down. But thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for sticking around. I encourage you to stick around for the conversation part of this as I now pass the call. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, God the Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for another day, another opportunity to reverence you, Lord God, and lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And for that, we say thank you, Lord God. Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God. And this prayer line, declare victory, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, for all that we receive, Lord God, from the teaching. Oh, hallelujah. Those that declare victory over our lives, God, daily, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding us, Lord God, of all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Lord God, we say thank you for this day, which is Friday, where men, Lord God, assemble together, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, to bring the declaration and declare over our lives, Lord God, where men, oh, hallelujah, are in the lineup, Lord God, to bless your people, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for young Moses this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for Brother Andrew this morning, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for his declaration this morning, Lord God, reminding us, Lord God, 
oh, hallelujah, Lord God, about our thinking and about our mind, Lord God, and about the thoughts, Lord God, that tries to enter in and that we have the power, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, to cast down, Lord God, to grab hold, Lord God, and to bring into captivity, Lord God, anything, Lord God, that would attempt to exalt itself against the knowledge of you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God, for your holy word, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. For it is your word, Lord God, that we stand on today, Lord God. It is your word, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that inspires us, Lord God. It is your word, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. The, the, the positive affirmations, Lord God, that we speak, Lord God, comes from your holy word, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, for the power. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. The power, Lord God, of the Holy Ghost, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that brings all things to our remembrance, Lord God, that which you have spoken unto us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So if your word tells us, Lord God, hey, to cast down, Lord God, to grab hold, Lord God, the Holy Ghost, Lord God, will remind us, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, hey, so that it, oh, Lord, in our mind, it cannot, oh, in our mind, oh, hallelujah, it cannot take root, Lord God, because we will cast it out immediately in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this month, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Last month was a powerful month, Lord God, and we look forward to this month, Lord God, each day, Lord God, those that will be sharing with us, Lord God. But right now, Lord God, Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We're feasting on, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, positive thinking, Lord God, and casting down and casting out every negative thought, Lord God, that has been hindering us, Lord God. Oh, we rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. We cast it out. We cast it down, Lord God. All of those painful hurt and feelings and thoughts, Lord God, from the past, Lord God, Oh, they carry no weight today, Lord God. Moving forward, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you for your word when that it tells us, Lord God, that, that, that the Lord Jesus has set us free, and whom the Lord Jesus has set free is free indeed. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We are not under bondage in any kind of way, Lord God, because we are free. Oh, our mind has been renewed, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, daily. Oh, thank you, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up our children to you, Lord God. Oh, as Brother Andrew shared, Lord God, they're out of school for the summer, Lord God. We pray your protection and covering over our children, Lord God, this summer, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for the, the summer programs that have been open. Uh, hallelujah, that they have somewhere to go, Lord God, while the schools are closed, Lord God, that they, we lift up the mentors, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Those that are looking after our children during the summer, Lord God, making sure that they have lunch, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Bless them today, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up the institution of marriages today, Lord God. Bless our marriages today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. As we work toward becoming one, Lord God, oh, that you are that third strand, Lord God, that bind us together, Lord God. Thank you for the covenant, oh, hallelujah, in marriage today, Lord. Bless our marriages today, Lord God. 
I also lift up those, Lord God, that are single, Lord God, and that desires uh, to be married, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Bless them, Lord God, and prepare them for their mate, Lord God, that's on the way, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Strengthen them in their singleness, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, as they live unto you, Lord God, and serving you, Lord God. Ah, because their hearts and their minds, Lord God, is on serving you. Thank you for that, Lord God. We continue to lift up our communities today, Lord God, our neighbors, Lord God. Hey, the one that lives down the way, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, to knock on the door, Lord God, and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them, Lord God. The love of Christ, Lord God, for our neighbors and our communities, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, for your word that tells us that we are to love the Lord thy God with all of our hearts, with all of our mind, body, and strength, Lord God. And oh, hallelujah, and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So we say thank you, Lord God for our communities and our neighbors today, Lord God, as we pray your protection and covering over them as well, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up our pastors today to you, Lord God. Oh, the evangelists, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, the deacons, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Bless them today, Lord God. Strengthen them today, Lord God. Hey, as while they are up in the wee hours of the night, Lord God, praying over their congregations, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Bishop Bob Jackson, thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. As he's running, Lord God, for city council, Lord God. Open up the door, Lord God. Give him a seat, Lord God, in his endeavors, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. As he seeks to minister, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, Jesus, bless him today, Lord God. Uh, in the entire actual gospel family, Lord God. Hey, and his wife, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, for them, Lord God, as they pray for their congregation. Every pastor, every minister, every evangelist, Lord God, I lift them up to you today, Lord God. Lord God, I, I don't forget about this nation, Lord God. We won't forget about the United States of America, Lord God, that you have blessed and that have been founded, Lord God on godly principles, Lord God. We pray for this nation, Lord God, that we turn to you, Lord God, that we repent, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, so that you may heal this land, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for the United States of America, from the president on down, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, so much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for our health and our strength today, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us, Lord God, with every gift, Lord God, that you allow us to have, whether it be good health, uh, uh, abundance in finance, oh, our children, whatever it may be, Lord God, we thank you for it all, Lord God. And as we pray for ourselves, Lord God, we pray for those uh, that are less fortunate than ourselves, Lord God. We pray for those, Lord God, that are sleeping up under the highways, Lord God, for those that are out in tents, Lord God. We pray for them as well, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, hey, that you inspire us, Lord God, to go out into the highways and the byways, Lord God. And, hey, compel them, Lord God to come in to, oh, into the body of Christ, Lord God, so that they too, Lord God, hey, can be saved, Lord God. Thank you for our salvation today, Lord God. So at this time, Lord God, 
Hey, I ask that every victor on the line, Lord God, take their phones off of mute, Lord God, and praise God with me this morning, Lord God. Lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Hallelujah. This morning, Lord God, for a renewed mind, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God, for a pure heart this morning, Lord God. We give thanks this morning for young Moses, Lord God, and that God. Today, Lord God. Victory! Victory! Hey, hallelujah! 
cover our
this is everything. It all comes back to this. At, at the core, at the end of the day, it is all our thinking. It is all our mentality. It is all, it is all our perspective on things. So we talked about in point three, the prison of our mind, how we can just accept these things and just accept these thought processes, processes and, and, and just accept our conditions and our situations. And we truly have the power to change anything in our life with just our thoughts, just changing our thinking. And then four is winning the battle. And that's how we take every thought captive and submit it to God's will. And we see that, you know, God's perfect, pleasing will. We can, we can test and prove what the, what the will of God is based off the fruit that this is producing. It's yielding and we're seeing how it conforms to God's will and if it, if it is healthy for us. So I, I wanted to recap that real quick. I'm, I'm not going to get too much into the recap stuff. Like I said, I'm going to put out a vlog later on. I'll, I'll post a link to it in the victory room when the video is up. It's on my personal website, my personal ministry. It's the Heart Soul Mind Collective. Uh, that's the name of it. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, um, Facebook uh, at Heart Soul Mind Collective. And if you want, if you have an Instagram or any of those or a YouTube channel, please subscribe. Go to HeartSoulMindCollective.com. This is my new ministry I'm starting. It is my my own personal ministry, and I'm going to uh, be uploading vlogs and videos and posts and all that stuff. So this, the video vlog that goes into more detail about all this is going to be up later this month. So check that out and keep your eyes peeled for that. But I just want to challenge everybody with something real quick before we open up to commentary and everything. Again, real quick, if you could please mute your line. Just please look down. Um, we're getting a lot of background noise. Uh, there's a lot of talking and, and some some scratching and all that. Thank you. So I want to just challenge you with this. I, I, I really want to challenge you with this. I don't want you to just, oh, you know, I listened to the message today. Yeah, I really took this. I took that. And then tomorrow there's, it, it just, it, it was another message I heard this week. I, I, and, and it's not necessarily that I'm giving this message. It's just that I believe in this so much. And I really, really know that it has pr- produced just the most mind-blowing literally and metaphorically, uh, you know, uh, results in my life. And I want you to see that too. I, I genuinely want you to see that. And, and this is, I want to give you homework, so to speak, because this is going to be my, my last message for a little while. I'm going to, I'm going to, where my wife, like I said, my wife and I are having a, a child pretty soon. So we're going to be, I'm going to be stepping away real, real quick. I'll be, I'll be back in, in a month though. But I'm going to take a month off. This is my last message for a little while, but I really, really, so I can't check the homework on this, but I want to give you something to take away. I I want to challenge everybody to do something. In your own time, please sit down and make a list of the thinking that God wants to reveal to you. Ask God, well, God, where's my thinking broken? Where's my, where's my thought process trapped? Where, where am I a prisoner in my thoughts? And make an inventory of the things that you don't believe in yourself in, the things that you don't know, and it's okay to admit this, it's okay, the things you don't know if God can change. And and don't lie to yourself and say like, oh, well, it's God, I know God can change it, but you really don't believe it. Write these things down because God's going to come into those areas. And and then what I want you to do after you have five, six, seven, 20, 30 things on that list, whatever it is, I want you right next to it to write down what is God saying about that situation? What is God telling you about that situation? And then this is what I want you to do. Don't stop there. That's part one. Part two is this. Whenever a week from that day, a week from the moment you write that, what I want you to do is anytime a fear comes up that challenges what God's promise is in that situation, 
want you to look back at that paper, put it in your wallet, put it in your purse, write it down in the notes in your phone, and always look back to it. So if it's a fear about finances and you've just had a mental fear of finances, you're, you've, you've been tithing regularly, you don't know what's going on, you just don't have money left over, I want you to ask God, write that down on the line. Ask God, God, what are you saying about the finances? What are you saying about that situation? Lord, I'm not going to look to the world anymore. I'm not going to look at the bank account anymore, what the bank account says, or what the bills, or the debt collectors, or anybody saying, God, what are you saying about that situation? And what I want you to do is a week later, I guarantee you, you're going to get a little attack coming where you're going to want to get anxiety about finances. What I want you to do is stop. Trap that thought. Take that, take that thought captive. Have you ever seen a mom grab an out-of-hand kid in the store? when they're just acting up and acting crazy. And you need to grab that thought like that. You need to grab that thought and take it captive. And what you need to do is you need to remind yourself consciously in your mind and the voice in your head that you speak in and you say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to go to lunch at 12. That voice needs to command that thought to submit to what God has said about that situation. It's two things. Take inventory about the things the thinking that is broken that you have, the think there's something that you are thinking about in life that is broken right now and is not conformed with God. We all have that. We all flip into that. It is our nature. That is where our sin nature is rooted from. It is not trusting the word of God. That is exactly what Adam and Eve did. That is exactly the way we fail. Is, is it God's word or the world's word or our word or the enemy's word or whoever? Make that list, part one. And the second thing I truly challenge you to do, and I guarantee you're going to see results in this. Put those thoughts. If the enemy wants to throw you false thoughts and he wants to throw lies at you, put him to the test. Put him to the test. Put him to the test. Challenge and be like, okay, well, you know what? Hold on real quick, enemy. You you, you want to give me anxiety about this? And, And put yourself there too, because sometimes it's our own insecurity. It's our own broken thinking that has nothing to do with the enemy. It is just us self-sabotaging. Challenge every thought. Every thought that is trying to take real estate in your mind, it, it, it needs to earn its way to be there. It needs to be thinking that's been heaven and Christ's mind approved. Challenge those thoughts. Challenge each one. I guarantee you challenge it, and I guarantee you're going to start to see changes in your life. So I, I really wanted to do that differently. I really wanted to offer something for you to take away from this message and not just be another message, and it, it's just lost in the archives of Declare Victory three months from now or something. I want you to truly take away from this. It, it's time for you to start living your life now. It's time for you to start living those blessings. It's time for you to start living that breakthrough now. It's time for you to start seeing it because you don't need to be a millionaire to have the confidence of a millionaire. That's kind of a like crazy secret, right? It's kind of groundbreaking, right? You can have confidence of the things that you want to accomplish now and then let it come to you. Let let that come to you because you just believe it. Let that breakthrough come to you because you just believe that Jesus died on a cross and you know that you have that. I'm telling you, find out where your thinking's broken at. Find out where you're thinking. You've been thinking negatively about yourself for years that you can't public speak. And the truth is, is there's an amazing public speaker hiding in there, but you just don't know how to let it out. You don't have the confidence to let it out. You know, like it's anything. So I challenge you to do that. I truly, please, if you take away anything from today, take that. Take that home, please. Please do that. So I've already talked way too much today. So I'm going to open it up. If you have anything, anything at all that you'd like to share, any question you'd like to ask, anything like that, please feel free 
um, like I said, just everybody please make sure that your phone's on mute if you're not actively speaking. But with that said, go ahead, take it away. Anybody that has Good anything morning, to share? Uh, Good morning, young Moses. Uh, is is it okay? I want to ask if if uh, for those of us that didn't get a chance to to introduce ourselves and say good morning, is it okay if we say good morning? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank yep. you, thank you. Good morning, Victory family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Miss hey. Diane. Good morning. This is Mona. Good morning, this is Kiana. Good morning, this is Karen. Good morning, this is Krishanda. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, it's Moni. Good morning, Moni. It's Barb out of Lodi. God bless everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Barbara out of Lodi. Good morning, it's Natasha. Good morning, Natasha. Anyone else this morning? Okay, well, wonderful. Let me jump in real quick, young Moses, because your declaration was, um, oh, my God. It was uh, wonderful, man. I, uh, I I'm just empowered. What can I say? I, I must grab those negative thoughts and cast them down with the. Oh my God, I got some old ones that's that that's been rooted that have to dig deep down, and, 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 and you know they like strongholds. You know that 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 way of thinking. Uh, that I'm gonna have to write down that you told us to. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that exercise and write down some of that that old thinking patterns that I know that Jeff have those those beliefs that I, I I say that I I turned over and I released to God, but I'm still holding on to them. I'm still operating and functioning in. One of them is, is surrounding uh you know, my education, my writing and spelling and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I must also cast that down and and stand on God's word when that uh, he tells me that, you know, I'm free. You know, he, 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 I'm no longer captive uh, to uh, that way of thinking and and believing about myself, you know, regardless uh, whether or not the, the manifestation of the breakthrough has taken place totally because I am working on it. Uh, er, periodically, every now and then, I will pick up the pen and paper and, 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 and um, you know, make a gallant effort to, to, to not to go back to uh, that way of thinking and, uh, less than of myself. Um, but what part of your decoration that really stood out for me was when you, you shared how your father would come up with, you know, all those witty ideas uh, that he never brought to fruition uh, for himself. And that today he, he, he probably would have been a millionaire if he would have put some of those those thoughts, those things into action. And 
my God, that part of your declaration is true for Jeff. I, I know me and my wife, I say within the past uh, four or five years, have uh, thought of a couple of things, two or three things that we said would uh, be useful in society, uh, you know, if if was to be placed on the market. And I'm telling you, a, a couple years after we talked about it, someone else brought it into fruition. A commercial came up on TV, and no folks is millionaires right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. And as I re, as I recall those things, those items that we thought about, if I can bring them, if God bring them back to my remembrance, I'll share them with y'all before the line um, closes today. But that actually happened to me and my wife. We had some ideas and some thoughts of some things to to you know to bring to the market, and um, we didn't do it. Someone else did, and I, I, they got to be millionaires today. <laughs> thank you for your declaration. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you, and thank you for for leading such a powerful, powerful, powerful time, really. Because I, I just always, I just get, I, I just feel your faith. You know, it just, it just, it really shines through. And. And I want to thank you for opening up about that stuff because I, I I've felt the same, you know. And I think about, you know, the the reason why I use the the analogy with with my dad is because I think about how many of us it, it might not be a company, but how many of us are missing out on not millions of dollars from a company, but how many of us are missing out on freedom from breakthrough and something because it's just our thinking. How many of us are missing out on actually meeting someone that that will love and cherish us because we don't think we deserve somebody good. I mean, I was that. I didn't I didn't think that I deserved some you know in a lot of ways it's not about deserving, it's about what I can bring to the table even. And I didn't I didn't know even how to date my wife because when we were dating, we were friends for a long time and I think that's probably why we never dated. It's cuz I didn't even know how to how could a guy like me with a background like me and, and a, a broken home and all these things that I've come from and all stuff that, how could I ever, you know, how could I ever love a woman like that? She deserves, she deserves, man, you know, she had celebrity athletes and everybody trying to get her attention and everything. And me, I'm just like some little old guy here, you know, and you know, how many of us have stopped things that we've wanted in our heart because of our, we don't, think we can do it we don't think we can have it you know so yeah thank you for for bringing that up and, and thank you for 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 doing this with me today you know i appreciate you and andrew a lot <laughs> that was awesome today men's day <laughs> but um all right does anybody else have anything else they'd like to share good morning brother it's andrew uh, hey what's up hey th this morning you transformed from a professor to lawyer because i feel <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there, 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 there are certain verses that that govern our lives that I've been blowing off, like the verse that says, "As a man thinketh, so is he," and that mm -hmm. covers us because when God formed us, He formed us in His likeness, and He spoke, and things materialized. 
things became. And so when we talk about ourselves negatively and bring doubt into the situation, things can coalesce around us and those evil forces and those principalities can start actively acting towards that to, you know, make it, to make it happen. Okay. We got to stop. I got to stop doing that. I'll speak at me. And then there's also that verse that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, when I turned my life over to him, not only did I give all my decision-making over to him because he's like Lord of my life and King, then, you know, I have to start seeing myself like he sees me. And I haven't been doing that. You know, I've done it like every now and then. I've done it for like stretches of time, but like not daily, not consistently. And so when we run into that verse, that says, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. You know, I'm preventing that from happening because of my speaking doubt or because of those uh, <clears throat> those those negative experiences from people who, you know, had positions of influence over me that negatively influenced me, that affected me. And then, like, I'm still bearing the scars from that. I still remember what they said. That track on in, on the CD in my head is still playing, you know, like, it's not playing loudly, but it's still playing. And then when everything gets quiet, you know, and I start to fear something, I can still hear that back there. Okay, that's my fault because God gave me the tools and he gave me the verses to hold on so I don't have to do that. And yet I do it anyway. So thank thank you for you know for smacking me this morning and reminding me that it's pretty much it's you know i can pray for god to move and do but he's saying like i gave you the power to do this this is this is this is you first i'm waiting on you you know and then all i have to do is do what he told me to do <laughs> you know the bible has all kinds of reminders and yet i'm still not doing it so it's just me being lazy scared or stupid one of the three or all of the three but i just need to just move and act on that because if i do it in faith he'll bless my work and he'll bless me so thank you for that reminder brother thank you for the encouragement man appreciate you i i for me yeah that's what you just closed out with is exactly what i do i i prayer to me is i just ask god what's going on with the situation and then once i know that that's what the situation is I just remind myself that that that's what's going to happen, no matter what it looks like. And then it literally 10 times out of 10 will always work out that way. And sometimes that prayer is just a matter of me going deeper with God to understand and hear what he says. Sometimes I don't hear it immediately. Sometimes he just wants to spend time. He just wants to go on a prayer walk. It's not always just, hey, here's an answer. Here's an answer. Here's a breakthrough. Here's a revelation. It's like that's why I talked about what I talked about yesterday leading up to this is because hit and miss and manifestation Sometimes it's it's not about getting an answer. Sometimes it's literally just about going through something with God. There's been times in my life where I knew that I went through something crazy purely to just go through it with God. There was like no other thing about it. Nothing came from it ever again. It was just God just wanted to just show me, hey, this is my character. This is who I am. That's why I talked about painting that image yesterday. And um, that's why I led up with these last two messages. So, yeah, I... I, I, I totally do that. I do that too. So, you know, and we're, we're all there. There's, there's no one that's perfect on that. There's, 
you know, there's, there's, that's why I said in the message the other day, there's, there's pastors I, I work for, I advise, I've worked for and pass and advise and counsel pastors for, for years now. And, and the number one thing is, is doubt. They don't believe in themselves. They don't know they can do what God called them to do. We, we all have that. I, I see that all the time with, with leaders that travel the world that speak in conferences and all these things like that. They, 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 they go through what we go through all the time, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Thank you for, for sharing that, Andrew. Thank you for, for just being such so welcoming in your hosting. It's just so, it's, it's warm, that warmth and, and person, personal is such a gift, you know? So thank you for that. Uh, does anybody else have anything they would like to add to today's discussion? Hey, Moses, it's Mona. Hi. You know hey, what's up, Mona? About Moses when, um, because my mind, that's one thing, everything y'all just was saying, I feel like, why are they talking about me? Why are they talking about me? You know? <laughs> why are they talking about me like that? For Jeff and I'm like, why are they talking about me, man? But, um, <laughs> What I thought about was, you know what I love about God when he just uh, reminds me of, of what he does, of how he helps me with my, my mind, um, um, with, with this um, insanity of my mind, is how he, through this line, and through my sister, and through my, um, um, like even last night on, on, on DV, you know, walk it out. It's a, it's a trip how um, he uses people, he uses us, you know, my sisters and brothers in Christ and to remind me, you know, that um I ain't gonna say just that I'm worthy, but just to uplift me, how you guys uplift me when I'm thinking so negative about, you know, who I am or what I'm going through. It's just he just be so right on time with it. Because I just realized that I say I was like, hmm. It it it's it's like always, you know, the the love. The love and the you know to be comfortable to even be able to um, speak you know what's on my heart on the line you know what I mean because you know it took for me to be able to do that and then I would receive the love you know and I felt the genuine love and I, and I know that's not you know nothing but God so of uh, helping me um, get out of that thinking you know what I mean or just how He's brought up just on the line to, um, um, all week of the matters of the mind and that's something that I always been struggling with you know in my relationships and even my relationship with him but i just you know he just clear as day as i was listening i heard him say that's that i'm doing it through the relationships you know through the relationships through um my people i'm showing them how to um um love you and i'm showing you how to learn how to love genuinely you know it's 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 crazy but you know what i mean it's just how it just came to me y'all i hope i said it right but I love you guys. Hey, we love you too. It's a trip though. He, 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 I, I'm speechless sometimes with God to where I'm like, man, like every time I think I'm like grown, I'm like 30 years old. I got, I got my life figured out. I'm like, I got all this stuff. I'm like, no, I, <laughs> I did not know. There's things that I'm just like, God, I just need you so much. Like, and he just comes through. We just need to see it. We just we need to let ourselves yes. see it like that. And you l- allow yourself to see it. That is so powerful because I can't tell you how many times I've called in and saw something and was like, oh, wow, like that was for me. There was one time, there was one message Didi was giving, and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And there was one time I heard Eric speak, and it was exactly what I needed to hear at that moment. 
And I was just like, dang, that's so crazy. It always happens like that. Or you turn on K-Love or something and you're like, oh my gosh, you're crying. Or you open your Bible to that first verse and it was that promise verse or something. Or you see like oh, a, yes. your butterfly, you know what I mean? And God yes. made a covenant promise with you about butterflies or something. And it's just like, that is, he's so invested in every detail. And, and you got to just trust that. You got to just know that he's, you got to just continue to let yourself believe. And to me, it never gets old. It, it just literally never gets old ever. I just never, I never get tired of it. It's crazy, man. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Though. Yeah. Does anybody Good else morning, have anything Moses. to say? Good morning, Moses. Good morning. This is pretty Patrice. Good morning. God bless you. And thank you so much for your decoration on this morning. Um, and also, for my husband, Jeff, and Mona talking about um, those things that we, you know, feel about ourselves and, and you know, feel negatively. It, it's, it's, it's not and the reminder of the butterfly. Um, I don't feel negatively about myself, but there are times when you know, I feel like I'm not where I should be and where I, in the word of God, because I, I started out in a Lutheran church, not not um, Church of God in Christ or Baptist. And it's like, I'm not um, where I think I should be um, as far as knowledge goes, um, but went to school and learned everything that I needed to learn. But this is different. This is different. But I know that I have him down on the inside. And I'm rich. No amount mm -hmm. of money, no amount of money can give me what I have and what I feel for him. And so I just pray that I um, continue to study to show myself approved. And what I know is good enough for him and I need to get out of my head about that I'm so not versed in the word of God because I know just enough. I know just enough to teach the class that I'm teaching and the manuscript and the books that I'm using and foundation and I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And as I continue, continue to learn and grow in him that will be enough so thank you so much everyone that has spoken thus far and congratulations on your your new baby girl that's coming we have twins that are coming a girl and a boy will be born on monday and i ask that you guys um keep arias her name is arias that is giving birth in prayer because she's delivering on this Monday the 15th. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely will definitely. And and thank you for the encouragement. I I want to say thank you for 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 being honest about that because to be to, to for me to be honest with you, I I have battled that all week long. Like I can't tell you. I literally was sitting on the couch just out of it. Maybe not last night, Wednesday night, because it was, yeah, because I still needed to come back and write Thursday message. 
Wednesday night, I was sitting on the couch, and my wife got home, and she was just like, she's like, are you okay? She's like, you just, like, look out of it. And I'm like, I just feel like a failure. I was like, I just feel like I'm just not where I should be. Like, I feel like I'm not, you know, I just felt I was so down. You know, I just felt like I don't, my company's not where it should be. Ministry's not where it should be, all these things, right? And just, like, everything where I think it should be. And I was just so beat up about that. And she like looked at me. She was like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "You you are exactly where you need to be. You've done exactly what God has called you to do. Like that's your success is not what you think you should be doing. Your success is what God thinks you should be doing. You know." And that was a hard thing for me because I'm like an enneagram type three. I'm like a, a overachiever. I'm one of those kind of people where my accomplishments a lot of times are what I use to define me. And what I used to have peace is like if I'm accomplishing something. And um, for me, I need to step back sometimes and realize my accomplishments don't define me. They're cool. It's great. But God has defined me. And, and my peace and my accomplishment comes only from him and my relationship with him. And the reason why I felt that personally, I'm not saying this for anybody else, but for me, I was so beat up and discouraged that I wasn't accomplishing the things I needed. I felt like I needed to accomplish that I started pulling away from God and I wasn't listening to what he was saying about me anymore. I was believing my own fear of failure and the definition that that placed on me. So I want to encourage you and anybody else that may be listening in any way. I know that what you're saying wasn't necessarily as extreme as what I was saying right now and explaining, but to anybody out there that like you, you are so, you are unbelievable. Like we just, we are so desensitized. We just—it is like almost impossible for us to see see ourselves the way God sees us. Like, there is nothing in this world, even our own kids. I believe, I genuinely believe, even our, our own kids, even our own family, our own loved ones, we cannot see anybody with as much love as God sees us, without with, with as much pride as God sees us, with the the way He beams at us, the way His love is for us. Like, you, it's just the reason why is because we just have never seen it. We've heard about the cross. We see God's power and, and, and even even gifting and all these other things and teachings. We get so consumed with all this stuff. Tr- truthfully, at the end of the day, ne- none of it matters as much as God's love. It's, it's, and we, we just don't see it. We just cannot comprehend it. it is, and, and if we saw ourselves for a second that way, we would never have a doubt in ourselves ever again. We would just never have a doubt because it, it is a love that has transcended everything it is a love that has gone against all the rules it is a love that it's a love that hung on a cross it is a it is just we just don't we don't get it sometimes you know and and it's okay because he's using our lifetime to undo that so i want to encourage anybody who has that because i had that this week i definitely needed to hear that this week so thank you for sharing that thank you for the encouragement hey what's up hey man uh wow so just grateful. Thank you. I got in the call. I had to do two hours of boot camp. So y'all pray for me because I still can't find my oxygen this morning. But um, um, Pretty Patrice says something that hit me as far as, um, you know, not feeling like you are where you're supposed to be spiritually and all the tools. And then um, like her foundation was Lutheran. And for me, um, being raised in a CME, denomination now that I really know what it means means absolutely nothing for me because I I know that I am who God says I am and who he created me to be fearfully and wonderfully made and that um, 
we will, um, if we study his word and really get to know his word, then that doubt and that um, the, the darts that the enemy will shoot at us to get us to have um, doubt. And then we start comparing ourselves. We don't even realize it when we are looking at our walks. And like you said, you were having some issues this week, um, just feeling like a failure. And I know that so well because um, being a mother and, you know, raising my kids as a single mom, and I moved so much that I felt like a gypsy. And I just felt like, you know, even recently, my old, well, my son, my only son, my son, he's the oldest, he told me, Mom, you did a great job, but I didn't feel that way because I was allowing the enemy to shoot his darts at me because I really did move them so much that my oldest two, I just thought they weren't going to do anything because they, you know, once you get situated in one school and one neighborhood, then it's time to move again. But God was in it. So I give God all the glory that I didn't allow the enemy to get me distracted and start feeling like a failure as a mother or a failure as a woman. And even where I am in my life right now at 51, yes. I thought I would be far farther, you know, financially, everything, um, being retired so young, but to God be the glory for all that he has done. I refuse to even allow that defeated devil to steal my joy or to make me think lesser of myself than what God's created. So I no longer think about the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and I'm just grateful for the now for who I am yeah. right now and just basking in the glory of that. So I just love you and I'm excited and I can't wait for Moni or somebody to let us know that our niece was born. So I love you, nephew and pretty Patrice. Those twins will be here healthy and so will a mom on Monday. So I love you guys and thank you, um, Moses, for everything that you do. Amen. Thank you, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you, Didi. True, truly. Thank you. I, I told my mom the same thing one time. I remember, um, just, you know, telling her, I, I usually tell her regularly, uh, because I'm one of those people that's my love language. I love just just the people that are close close to me in my life, like I'm, that I text and call and talk to every day. I'm just always like, man, I love this about you. Like, and I'll just randomly do it too, because I that's just what I love doing. I just love loving people that way with words. Um, it's it's a great to me is the greatest love is to is to compliment somebody. I just love it. That and it's you know, uh, gifts. So, but <laughs> like I told my mom that too because I t- she was like down. And she was like, was I a good mom and all this stuff? And same thing, you know, coming from broken home with my dad, then she was single mom for a while, then remarried. And then it was tough for her as a young mom. It was tough, all these things, right? And, and you know, you can relate. And, and so many other moms on the line probably can re- relate and dads. And, um, you know, I I just look back and I, I just told her, I'm like, man, mom, like you were just like the perfect mom for me. Like you were just absolutely the perfect mom every single thing you ever did was just for me to help me always work so hard, multiple jobs. Like, and she just didn't see it. She was like, what? She's like, really? Like she, and she, cause she was looking at the failures, whatever she thought they were. But to me, I was looking, my perspective was, man, she, she comes from a broken home and she didn't have a good childhood. And she went through so much crazy things as a kid and in her life, even, she went through so much crazy stuff, overcoming addiction, like just everything, like all, all this crazy stuff. Like my mom has a crazy testimony. I don't know if she's ever shared it on here, but she has a crazy testimony. I'm not going to put her business out there, but, you know, it's our perspective 
because to me I was like what I was like no way dude I don't even see any of the bad stuff I see it that everything you overcame see because like what I think as the moms and our perspective in life sometimes is that we just look at how hard the things that we had to go through and how we didn't do it as good maybe but everybody else is looking at it like wow you had to overcome that like you had that much adversity you had these things like that like so yeah, absolutely. I can totally understand that, especially from the son perspective, and especially being the oldest son and the firstborn. And I was there with my mom when there was no one there. And I was there with my mom in some pretty dark times. Like, you know, there was all kinds of crazy stuff going on. We were homeless, sleeping in cars, sleeping on floors at, you know, I'm not going to say trap houses, but bad places, right? And like cockroaches on the floor and everything. And that's where, and she was young and had nobody. You know, like, I see her at that. She might see that as, like, I, I just didn't, that was horrible. But I see it as, man, you overcame all that. Like, to be where you're at today, to be where we're at today, we're, you know, we're winning now. We we came through it. You know, we made it. But you got to remember that. And I want everybody to take that away. What you're looking at, God and the people around you aren't looking at it the way you're looking at it. You know, just like Patrice was talking about, like I was talking about, we were beating ourselves up recently about like feeling like we're not where we're supposed to be or knowing what we know. And like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And it's okay to feel that. It's okay to feel that. But let God, let God uh, temper that, you know? So absolutely. Thank you, Didi, for sharing as always. I, I just love your encouragement. Love your messages and everything. Thank you so much for being a great leader on the call and everything. Uh, does anybody else have anything? We We pretty much have however much time we went over today. So um i'll i'll take the i'll take the heat if we go over eight I'll, uh, so yeah but um if anybody else has anything please feel free we we can go to whenever or so whenever hello. you guys have work <laughs> hello who's that this is war princess hey how are you i'm doing well and you good thank you i just want to say that the, the three days the declaration was on point, special for me, uh, Tuesday and yesterday and today. And that's a, I'm going through all of this, you know, from glory to glory and not hearing from God and now my mind. So I just want to say thank you. And um, but God, to fill you back up because, um, yeah, I just want to say that. I I. You have no idea how accurate that is for me because I just told my wife the other day, I was saying, man, like after like I'll speak or I'll do a declare victory or a message or something, I always tell her like, I feel so drained. I feel so vulnerable in those moments, like after a message and and to the other speakers out there, I definitely recommend this immediately after you, after you give a message, go spend time with God and fill back up again because I would get tired and I need to sleep and I need to like, I can't do anything. Cause it's like, you know, we declare victory. It's got the juice. It's got the heat. You know what I mean? So it's like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you feel back up. So I received that. Thank you very, very much. I really truly receive that. And that's confirmation. That is definitely personal confirmation for me from God, because I know that he's there to fill me back up. And I have asked him that this week to do that. So thank you very much for confirming that for me in my heart. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you and that word. Thank you. Does anybody else have anything? Good morning, Moses. Good morning. Royal Princess. All three of these lessons have been for me. 
And, and today just really hit it with the thinking. You know, we really have to capture our thought life. Things start with a thought. Thank you so much for your just I just like how you you explain and I understand and I'm like Mona, therapy, talk about me. <laughs> but it's a good thing. Those, Bless you those and, are... <laughs> and your lovely wife. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh that for me, those are the um those are the ones for me, you know, when when I'm watching a message and literally on a, it was like Monday, I, cause I work from home. So I, I'm sitting on the couch, like eating lunch. I take a, I'll take a break and I'll go listen to like a sermon or, or just like watch Netflix or something, or like, you know, like just lounge around or watch like NFL live or something. And, um, I was watching a message and out of nowhere, the message just was perfectly about me like this, like he was stalking me and this, his message was about me. And I just started crying. I just started crying right there on the couch because I was like, God, you love me. And like this message out of every message on YouTube is the one I watched. And it's like, oh, God is just so good like that. He's just so good. So, yeah, thank you for the encouragement. I received that. I, I don't know if Nicole is listening, but I know she receives that too. We appreciate you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Anybody else have anything? If not, I'll start closing out. But, um, yeah, if you have a thought, if you have anything, I mean, we just want to just say hi or whatever, you know, just like if you have anything on your heart, um, please feel free to share it. Hey, it's Krishanda. I just want to say thank you so much for your declaration. It All three have blessed me. Um, I thank you for your courage. I want to encourage you. I needed the reminder with those scriptures to cast down every imagination. Um, I felt like you were in my business in my conversation yesterday. <laughs> my girlfriend, I have about five different business ideas, and some of them, one of them have been probably over five to seven years old, and I haven't moved on them. And I now have to ask myself why. And so I just, I, you know, it's one of those things, and, and I, I could tell by your testimony um that I've been through a lot of things, and it's interesting. After listening, I was so excited listening to you. Then I felt drained again. I said, oh, the devil is a liar, that we have to, you know, speak the word uh, to ourselves and, and, and move forward. So please keep marching on. Keep uh, Please keep taking, putting one foot in front of the other. Um, God is with you, and God bless you. I'm going back on mute. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. When I first, I never, ever, 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 ever thought about starting a company. I would never think about being where I'm at today. Ever. I was not that kind of person. I wanted a guaranteed paycheck. I wanted to clock in nine to five. I wanted benefits, full medical, full dental. Did not want to be paying back taxes on a 1099 years later. Did not want to do any of that kind of stuff. Not, this is too messy. And God kept putting on my heart, start a company, start a company. You got to start a company. You got to start a company. And I was like, well, I don't got a name. Can't do it. Put it off for six months. And then somebody would tell me, hey, did you start your company? Did you start this? Do you? And I'm telling you, I would go to churches. I would go to a conference and people would just come up to me and say, hey, uh, I, got, I got a word for you. Would you be all right if I shared it? And be like, yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, 
I swear, if this person says start a company, I'm going to just, I'm going to freak out on them. And like, they would say, I feel like you have an anointing for business and starting a company. And I would just start laughing because it would happen every single time everywhere I went. And um, you're truthfully, God's not going to let you, he's not going to let it die. Just truthfully. Like Um, if, if you, if you need to start a company, like, and that's what he's called you to do, then you just got to, you just got to step out in faith and do it. And he'll bring the right people. He brought an investor to help me start out that was just like, I just want to let you know God is putting on my heart to give you the money to start this company and you don't need to pay me back at all. I just, I'm doing it because God is telling me that this, I need to give you the money. He's literally told me that he gave, he wrote me a check right there on the spot for the money I needed to start my company because he said God told him that I, he told me to start a company and I need startup capital for it. And he just Um. did it. And and I was just like, whoa, are you, people don't do that. People want to return. People want something like that, but it was God. So if you, if you're starting a company, this is something I really take seriously. Definitely start that company. Whatever it is, even if you just buy the website domain, even if you just go make business cards, even if you make business cards this weekend, and that is all you do for the rest of this year, you need to go do that. You have to go do that. It is one step at a time. It took me two years to start my company. And then it took me a year to start making anything, to start making money from it. So it's like, it it takes time, but it is so worth it when you do it, because this is something that started out as a seed in your mind from God. So don't lose that, you know, don't, don't lose sight of that and don't doubt yourself. Because if God called you to do it, then that means that you're capable of doing it because he said you are. So um, I believe in you. I genuinely believe in you. Thank you for, for opening up about that. Thank you for the encouragement too. I'm happy that the messages this week were able to hit and everything. So thank you. Does anybody else have anything? Uh, I'll just also, I also just want to just say, and I'll be praying for you because um, I heard what you've been saying about your business. I also will be praying for your business as well. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm learning right now. It's, it's like, it's just, it's just life with God. You just got to trust him in every season. You know, there's, there's been up, uh, up times and down times and, for me, I know that I have a lot of pride on my end. I can be very prideful sometimes, and I need to step back and remember that things don't need to go the way I think they need to go. They need to go the way that God needs to go. And sometimes when God slows us down, it's not because we're failing. And like I said, I'm I'm an like achiever person. I'm like a I'm like totally like I'm so competitive. When we play like board games in our family, like I'm like all calculated and my Monopoly money stacked perfectly and. I'm playing by the rules and we're playing taboo. And I'm like, no, you said that word. Like I'm just competitive, you know, like, and I got to remind myself, like, it's not always about success. It's about obedience. You know, it's about honor, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I'm just enjoying it right now. I'm just like, man, cool. If I don't know how things are going to work out, that means God does. So whatever, I'm just going to, I'm going to have fun and make music and enjoy my family and my friends and my life and declare victory family and everybody in the meantime, you know, I'm not going to trip off it. So, um, yeah, thank you for that. I really appreciate that support. I really, really, really do appreciate that. Does anybody else have anything? Um, if we need to push past, say it's all good. I just, I just want to hear from everyone. I, we've been getting such good feedback today about like just where everyone's at. I would love to hear from you if you have something. So please feel free. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hey Moses, this is Imani. Good morning to all. I just wanted to, um, let you know uh, that you have been such a blessing in these last few days. Um, 
I haven't been very vocal, but I just, I was led, the Lord told me to speak, so I'm going to do so. It's amazing how we have selective thoughts. And when I say selective thoughts for myself, that means that I can believe God for this, but he can't do that. And um, it's like, okay, Imani, if he did this, this, and that, and I I, I just go back to uh, um, a couple of things. When we were praying for my son's tuition for middle school, and that was 90% pay, we prayed for his tuition at Bishop O'Dell for high school. And we got a huge, huge um, discount. And I also have to remember um, to get rid of the um, poverty mindset because if our dad owns it all, we own it all. And I have to constantly tell myself that. And then I went to a conference, and it was called Rich in Recession. And they were talking about, he was talking about a recession coming soon. And it was amazing. The first night I stayed in the hotel room, Gary me, I kept the TV on. We don't have a TV in our room. And um, when I woke up, they talked about the recession. So for all those out there who are discouraged or allowing the devil to punk them, um, to tell you you're not worthy, you can't start the business, what people going to say, you don't have the money, you don't have this and that, you're treating, you are cheating somebody else out of their blessing. Because these wow. businesses are so much bigger than us, number one. And number two, if, if and when the recession hits, we need something else to fall back on. And if you didn't do it because of fear, because you allowed the devil to punk you, then you are calling God a liar. So I'm saying all this to say because I push myself daily. I have to fight with myself in my mind because my mind can be a bad neighborhood at times to push for it and do what Christ has told us to do. I have witnessed so many people that who have acted in their gifts that they're able to help their families. They're able to help their neighbors. They're able to help their friends. But if we're sitting back twiddling our thumbs and not doing what God's purpose for us to do, then we're treating so many, we're cheating so many people out of blessings. So um, don't allow God, I'm the devil to punk you, Moses, because you are such a blessing and you're so worthy of your wife and your wife is so worthy of you. And that baby, oh my goodness, is going to be so, it's already so blessed and rich just from who you come from. So, and also, I believe we are where we are right now because this is where God wants us to be. If we were in the state that we wanted to be, you know, even for myself, I probably couldn't handle it. So we need to get some things in order before we get there. But the first thing is we need to move. we got to move. Stop sitting on excuses and let's move, including myself. Thank you so much, um, Moses, and I'm praying for you and your family, your business, and that beautiful baby. Thank you. Amen. I receive that a hundred percent. Thank you so much. And you know what? The reason I had to learn that the hard way. I I had to learn that so quietly. I had to learn that so humbly, just being broken. Because man, you just literally hit the nail on the head when you were like, "Our Father has everything." And I learned that when I was learning all of this is when I learned um, God has infinite resource, right? And if God is within us, then we have access to infinite resource. And everybody's just like, Here, here's, here's the, this is, this is the, the trick to that, though. Here's the trick that I learned, and I, and I want to share this with everybody, so, so everyone knows. This is the secret behind that. Okay. There is infinite resource for us. Yes, absolutely. But what we're mixing up and confusing is infinite resource with infinite distribution 
infinite receiving of it. Because God has infinite, it doesn't mean that we can just be like, hey, God, I just want a billion dollars this week. Because it's not comfort that God cares to to distribute to us. It's trust and obedience. And that's where that infinite resource gets tapped into. Because for me, I'm actually okay if, like, I don't know how God's going to pay the rent or he's going to pay something or he's going to bring, bring a new client or bring a new deal or something because I know he's going to do it. What my subconscious, what I was talking about today, what, what my fear is, is that I don't have security. I don't have, I'm not the guy pulling up to Apple every day with 160K engineer job, but the security of that, something like that, right? That's what our brain is, is conditioned to think that means. But it's not what it means because it's not for us to have comfort and leisure and all these things like that because that like I said yesterday and and Tuesday, creates entitlement. We're entitled when we don't understand that. We have to suffer for things sometimes. We understand that we have to trust God in the middle of a storm, which was consistent for everybody in the Bible, was to trust God through a storm. And even the guys that did have everything, it wasn't about everything. And most of the guys had nothing. And so, you know, for me, it's a matter of when I, my way of tapping into that infinite resource is sitting back and trusting that God's going to take care of. I've seen way too many people survive not even having a job. And they're just faithful that God's going to provide because he just hasn't opened the door for them. He's using them in other areas and to do this and help this person help that. And I'm just like, man, if that person doesn't even have a job in there trusting God, I have no right to be complaining. And it's like, I've seen people trust God in the craziest scenarios for the craziest things. I've seen God do that for me even the craziest stuff, even the fact that I'm where I'm at right now, I'm just like, man, I would have never thought this two years ago. So now for me, when I'm in a season like what what I'm in right now, I'm just kind of like, I'm not even tripping. I'm not even, I'm just kind of chilling. And it, it wasn't always like this. It was only because of God. It was only because of God. So if you're there right now, if anybody's you know still on and still listening, I encourage you, your stressing isn't going to change anything. I just, I promise you, it's stressing about it. It's not going to change. God's going to take care of you no matter what. It, it is, it might, it's literally not even going to be in any way you would have thought even either. It's going to be help from like the person you didn't think. It's going to be from a resource that doesn't even seem like it's possible. Like it, it's just, you don't have control over it. When you give your life to God, it, you just really actually don't even have a say in any of this anymore anyway. With the job, getting a job, getting the, all these things. We want security. We we don't want the tightrope. We don't want to walk the tightrope. We want the bridge with the with the nice view and 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 the nice path. We don't want to walk a tightrope. God wants us doing cartwheels on the tightrope. That's what that's what He wants us to do. We don't want to do that. And that's what where that's where that comes from. Sometimes you know, and that's my that's what I see. You know, might might be different for others, but for me, that's what I've experienced. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up and 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 just that's so powerful, Imani. Thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate you, and I, I appreciate your, your words of encouragement and just for prophesying over us like that. I really receive that. Thank you. So um, does anybody – we're kind of we're over, but if anybody has any closing thoughts, um, like I said, we went late today. That's my bad, so I'll get in trouble for that if I do, but, you know, we'll be good. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't, but I'm just joking. So does anybody have any closing thoughts? Well, I just, this is Imani. I just want to say, just for somebody out there, just just 
maybe worrying about the money. My husband, um, we've been having some issues with both of our cars. Both of our cars are a little um, older, and he's been having more with this issue with this uh, Silverado. And he was stressing about putting it in the shop, and he put it in the shop, and it quoted him like $500. And every time um, we go into a, like a, a storm or a big storm or whatever you want to call it, I immediately go in for prayer. And they called him and told him it was going to be five something, was going to be like 420. So again, those who trust in the Lord shall not be disappointed because he owns everything. Yeah, absolutely. And just step out in that faith and go do it. That's what I do now. Now, I don't, I, I do exactly what that. If I need something, like I needed brakes done recently, I just told God I need brakes, and then it ended up coming out like somebody quoted me for like $500, and I was like, oh, that's a little, no, sorry about that. Ended up remembering I have a friend that does brakes, and he was like, yeah, I'll just charge you 50 bucks an axle, and I just bought the stuff, and it came out to like 150 bucks, you know, and I'm just like, that. that's God right there. That's it right there, you know, so it's like, it's just, it's just knowing that God's going to help you in those situations. He's going to put the person on your mind to call the text. He's going to like, he's going to be like, Oh, I wonder if so-and-so's company is hiring. I'm going to just text them. And then you get the job there. And, or like, it's just like, it's just like that. Just tell God what you need. So now what I do, I don't tell God, I want this, this and that, or I want this job that pays this much more. What I tell God is every week what I need. And then it just happens. And I, I kid you not, it, whether it's groceries or it's it's a bill or it's something, I just tell God what I need and then it gets taken care of. And then I look back, I'm like, oh man, yeah, that's right. We prayed about that. I prayed about that. And now it's just, I don't even think twice about it. I just move forward. I just do it. Like I have a couple things that need to get paid. We needed all, we needed a ton of stuff for the baby. Like, and I just prayed for those things and I just like, God, we just need this. We need that. We want this one. We want that one. And we got all of it. We we literally got all of it. I don't even know how we got it. I, I genuinely don't know how we got it, but we got all of it, you know? So, um, yeah, absolutely. I totally, I totally do. Does anybody else have any closing thoughts before we close out? Yes. Hi, Moses. I just want to say uh, thank you. Thank you for, uh, I'm glad you went over. Uh, I think the last person was that Amani. I didn't quite catch their name. Yeah, it was It was it was like she was reading my mail um, from the <laughs> need, the tuition to the financial difficulties to the uh, activating your gifts to be a blessing for those around you, just so much. And I'm sitting here feeling convicted because I'm like, um, you know, I say one thing in terms of my my faith and belief and how big it is, but your actions, you know, tell a different story in terms of. So thank you. I just um, it's given me something to think about to, to pray about to meditate on to just to keep moving just to keep moving so thank you thank mm. you thank you to everybody who had the courage to speak and to share their experiences because you never know who you touch Miss Young. and who you're helping yes uh, Amen. Carlton, uh, with yellow cab i'm here to pick you up to drive you to record the Okay, I'm in the process of putting on my shoes. I'm getting it together now. Okay, I'll be outside, okay? Okay, thank you so much, Carlton. Amen, amen. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Blessings, thank you so much. Yeah, you know, thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Thank, honestly, thank you for sharing that. And, and thank you, Amani, too, for sharing, too. And, 
this is why I always say, like, if you have something to share, I, I encourage you to share because you don't know who, who you're really, truly, your, your testimony, something you're going to say, not everybody comes off mute. Not everybody's going to say that, that you, you touched your life up. Trust me, you did. And that's why I always say, like, go, go please say what God's putting, if God's putting something on your heart, say, we'll go, we'll go to eight, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll go to whatever time we need, we need to go to. But yes, absolutely. And I'm in that same boat, you know, like where that, I want, I want everybody to walk away with faith from this, to just know you can do anything. You don't need a trip. You don't need a trip off it. You, you, you can, you got the faith. That's all you need, man. Faith is, you're a millionaire with faith. You're a billionaire with faith because you can just get what you want. Just tell God, oh God, I need that. I want that, God. Just do it. <laughs> you have not because you ask not. It's so simple. It's so simple. And that's so, I want to let you know, and Imani too, and anybody else that's thinking this too, it's so understandable because I've had faith for crazy things and seen it. And then like three years later, like I'm going through like a bill. I need to pay a bill or something. And I'm just like freaking out. I'm like, oh, I need to get that bill paid. I'm like, wait, hold up. What am I, who am I right now? Like, I've seen God move mountains. I'm like, this is not even, this is nothing. You know, I got to remind myself, like, that's what, that's what that whole sign of Jonah thing is. That's what he's, Jesus is talking about. Like the world will always need a sign, but for us, we shouldn't always need a sign because what he's done is enough for us to carry us through the rest of our life. But the world's, all, you know, if Jesus came down today in a huge cloud and CNN and Fox News and all these places and Apple News is covering it, and he did just the craziest miraculous sign. You know what they do tomorrow? Everybody come out and be like, wow, he's really not going to do another miracle again today. Like, cause that's how the world is like, but we're not like that. We're not of the world. We're, we're not of that mindset. We have the faith to say, Oh God is going to take care of this. I don't care. And that's what I said. Our thinking should reflect that. Our thinking is where the behavior comes from. And our faith is our understanding and in our mind trusting what God has done and said he's going to do and is going to do and is always going to do till the end of time because that's what he does. So it's like, yeah, absolutely. Amen. But you know what? We're, we're all there. We're all human. We're all in this together. We got to just lift each other up when, when we don't believe, when we don't see it. And sometimes it's the best thing you can do for somebody is just identity. Remind them who they are when they don't remember sometimes. We all need that. I needed that the other night. I just literally told you guys like a couple minutes ago. My wife came in like, what, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you're not a failure. And I was like, I'm a failure. And like, I'm just not, I'm not where I should be. And I'm almost 30. And I'm like, I'm turning 30 next year. And I'm like, just like, dude, I'm, it's not even, man. It's not even like that. So thank you guys so much for, for saying this. Anybody else have any closing thoughts, anything at all? Yeah. You want to yes. Yeah. Is that Yvonne? Yeah. Hey, Yvonne. I'm not on the way because they have me in Amen. Catch all that, Moses. Uh, yeah, the end. I I caught a little bit at the end. Yeah. Yeah, she does pretty much say she um enjoyed you all week. Um, it really touched her heart. 
And then all of a sudden her phone boop. That's her paratrest letting her, her know that it's about to pull up. And then she stopped. But yeah, she said uh, she enjoyed you all week and it really touched Thank her you. heart. Thank you so much, Yvonne. I, I really appreciate you and, and I love, you know, every morning hearing you say hi and come on and you 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 know, I was telling Andrew and Susie and, and our other hosts how they just have that warmth in the morning and it just that joy passes through. You absolutely do that when you say we just when I hear you in the morning, all three days this morning. I don't I don't speak usually very often, but it's usually I think we all do once a month. But yeah, I guess when I do and I hear that, that does encourage me. So thank you for the feedback. I feel I really, like taking I'm a happy that you. she blushes. She blushes. You should see it right oh, now. She's blushing, y'all. Oh, <laughs> she is blushing. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm not God, so bad. Man, that's so messed up. Just totally putting her on blast like that. Dang. I know, right? I do not <laughs> I'm just <not>. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Was there somebody else also? I'm sorry. Did was, I? I think I heard somebody else too, right? Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> go ahead. You go first. Hi. Good morning. It's Nikisha. Um, I really enjoyed your series. Um, you really got me this morning when you were talking about your dad has all these ideas and. But then you see other people manifesting it. That's where my disconnect is, too. It's like, oh, I thought about that years ago. And then you see um, uh, the, the commercials, um, and you go to Walgreens as seen on TV. It's like, I had that call years ago. Like, what is wrong with me? So it's, like, really encouraging me. I'm just going to ride this thing out. We'll see where God um it's going to take me um, since I've been in Las Vegas almost two years now. It's like, okay, God. And like right now I'm in a really tough spot, but I guess that's where he wants me to be so that he could get me ready for what he really wants me to do. So I, I really thank you um, for the encouraging words and being vulnerable and just uh, congratulations to you and your wife with the baby coming it's just so exciting seeing new life come forth, and I'm just excited for uh, the next message that you're going to bring to us. So you, you always encourage me. So thank you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate that, and I really receive that too. Next um, is September. I'm going to be doing. Uh, we're going. We we have it planned. We're still planning out right now, but it's going to be an eight week prophetic course. We're going to go like an intensive, like really deep into the prophetic so I, I definitely encourage everybody to keep their eyes open for that i'm going to be throwing out a, a sign-up sheet and and you can ask the folks from the um the preaching and teaching class we had so much fun it was so fun it was wednesday nights this will most likely be wednesday nights too um but we'll take a class consensus what night works best but yeah thank you for that i appreciate that that encouragement and yeah you know for me I, when i'm in that kind of season i just look at it as emptying you know, like God's just emptying me of the things that aren't compatible with my promised land. And that's just truly how it is. And and really, honestly, maybe it just might not even be the right time for certain ideas yet, too. You know, I always got to keep that in mind, too. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And there was somebody else. I didn't catch the name, but there was someone else. Uh, Carla, um, I normally don't speak often, but I just want to say thank you guys for um, encouraging me as well. Um, I started a foundation um, a few years ago, and um, I wanted to encourage you all as well. Um, and just the other day, I got the contract with the college. 
So I, and it's really exciting, but at the same time, it's scary um, because you don't know what the next steps are or what God is going to do next, but you know that he called you or he wouldn't have opened the door. And he's he's equipped all of us to um, do exactly what he said that he would do, right? He's given us the tools and we just have to be obedient. And sometimes we have to wait. Um, to be honest, it has taken over between 10, 15 years just to get to certain spots in what I'm currently doing. And so I just want to encourage you guys when you say, I've been waiting, you know, uh, you know, a couple of years or those things, sometimes we're not ready. And I found that, you know, not being ready and then God giving you something, we won't know what to do or do with it, right? So he want to make sure also that we're um, in position. So when our blessings do come, they're not, they not only will take us to where he's trying to get us, but they're able to, we're there at the time that the other person needs you to be there, that he's had you there to bless. And so wow. that's what I'm learning is that to be a blessing, you first have to be in position to, um, to, to be at the, the right place at the right time because there's someone that needs exactly what you have to give. And so I'm learning that. And I just want you guys to keep me in prayer. Um, I don't know what the zeros are going to look like because she called me in just a few days ago again, and they want the program for the fall. So... I don't even, like, I don't even know. I just say, God, I know it's you. And so we just have to trust him. And it brings tears even in my heart. That's probably why I'm not talking much about it. But I, but I had to speak. I had to say something because normally I would not. I just kind of keep it inside and ball it up because I'm, I, I, I will speak, but it's very rare. But when I do, I usually have something to encourage someone. So I just want to encourage you guys to, to keep doing what you're doing for God and just know that he's there with you, walking with you, even when you're stuck. You may feel stuck sometimes because we're not going to always be where we want to be at the time we want to be there. But I guarantee you, when you get there, It'll always be right on time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, man, that is just, thank you so much for saying that because I needed to hear that. I really, I really, really needed to hear that. I'm I'm being honest with you. I personally, I don't know who else is on right now, I, but even if it's just me and you, I needed <laughs> to hear that 100%. So thank you so much for that because I'm only two, three years in, two years in to starting my own company. Right. And I have, I've been so discouraged. I have been yeah. so sad. I have been so, man, I can't tell you how bad I have felt. I have felt like I, I didn't hear from God. I felt like I did the wrong. I felt like I put my family in jeopardy. I felt like I did all. And I'm just like, I really truthfully needed to hear that. Thank you so much for saying that because I know that God is going to, God is going to take, he's going to do things that I just couldn't imagine. And I know that, I know that inside, 
it's just, right. you know, we're all human, you know, it's just so easy to just, it's so easy to be sad. It's so easy to want to give up. It's so easy to be scared. Gosh, I've been so scared of contracts and deals and like mm-hmm. situations and getting strong armed and signing the bad deal. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Gosh, I've just been so scared sometimes. So I really needed to hear that to know that God yeah. is in the driver's seat and it is going to be okay. And I believe that for me and I believe that for everybody. I believe that for you. I believe that for everyone on this line. And there is mm-hmm. definitely an, an entrepreneur anointing that we mm-hmm. need to pray and release today because Thank if you, this Lord. is coming up this much, then mm-hmm. we need to pray that. So I'm going to, I'm going to pray now because yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose anybody, but um, I, guys, I wish we had another hour to go. I, I genuinely cannot tell you how much I am blessed by everything everyone has shared, but I'm going to pray, but I, I feel that we need to do that right now. I feel that we need to, we need to break that. Um, we need to break that oil open over everybody. We need to break that. Yeah, thank you, Lord and I Jesus. want you all, everybody, if God has put an idea to start a company on your heart, I need, I need you. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling led to say this. I need you to step out in faith today. If you already started Jesus. the company, go try to make a sale today. If you haven't started a company and you don't even, and you just know the name of the company that you want to do, go make business cards uh, online tonight. They're like 16 bucks or something or 10 bucks or five bucks or go. Um, or, or if you're thinking about starting a company and you're on the register, go tell somebody that you're the CEO and founder of your company name today, just Thank in you. conversation, throw it in conversation. You need to step out in faith today, everybody. And my, I'm going to do this too. I'm going to go step out in faith today too. Um, Go step out in faith for what God has called you to start for your company and plant that seed, plant that seed, whether like, like she was saying, whether it was 10 years or whether it's two years or five years or six months down the road, you're making more money than you were at your nine to five desk job, but you needed to quit your, that job. We need to step out in faith today. We're going to, we're going to release that anointing. So first and foremost, I'm going to release that and I'm going to close this out in prayer. Like I said, guys, I wish we could talk another hour. I'm, I'm totally, I love this right now. This is amazing. Um, thank you everybody for, for hanging around, uh, so late. And I just love you guys. I genuinely, I can't tell you how humbling, how much growth, how, how much encouragement, how much I learn, how much I'm just laced up with game to the max on, on this, this portion of the call. This is what I look forward to most. So I'm going to, I'm going to close this out in prayer and I'm going to start with that. Father, I want to release Lord, the spirit of entrepreneur, Lord. I want to release influence lord there was countless countless men and women in the bible that you had given the gift of influence there's countless men and women that their gift was that they could build the temple their gift was that they their hand was blessed and that they had cattle and they had uh property and they had all these these things there was countless people who were just blessed in 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 the business sector lord because they had uh they had a calling to bless people God, and I want to pray that we have clarity to first understand that our businesses are first and foremost a gift and a vessel for expanding the kingdom on earth. Lord, I want to thank you that each one of us know that this is not for us to get rich. This is a company we have been called to start because we are going to bless people. We are going to employ people that we are going to save. We're going to employ Christians that are praying for a job because this is a thing. We don't have Christians in the music industry, so the music industry runs wild 
singing about all the drugs and sex and violence and killing and all that stuff. And we don't have Christians in the film industry, so we have film that is filled with fear and propaganda and hurt and pain, and, and there's nothing there. I believe, Lord, that you want to send Christians into every industry because you care to infiltrate every industry because you care about people, and people are involved in every industry. Lord, so I, I pray that you open our heart, the eyes of our heart, Lord, to see that our company is not foolish. The company you called us to start, if you called us to start um, a, a dog grooming company, then that is how we are going to reach people for the kingdom, and it is going to be a profound experience for people. Whether it is a dog washing company, whether it's music, whether it is whether it is an talent agency, and you and God has called you to manage talent, and and if God has called you to start a nail salon, then you need to start a nail salon because that those are going to be anointed nails. Those, whatever you're going to do, the music you're going to be writing is going to be anointed music. The talent agency you're going to imagine, manage is going to be anointed ta- um, management. The, the dog grooming business that you're going to start, the dog watching business, is going to be anointed interaction with the dog's owners. Lord, I pray that we see our company the way you see it. That we've, I pray that we value our companies the way you value them. Because the reason why we haven't done them is because we don't value them the way you value them yet, Lord. Help us to value our company and see our company for what you see it as, as an extension of heaven. Because our, our company doesn't need to be Microsoft for us to take it seriously. Lord, you take it seriously, so we should take it seriously. I pray a release of that of that CEO mindset, Lord. I pray a release of that founder mindset. I pray, I pray, um, I pray favor and taxes for people in their companies. Lord, I pray favor in business connections. I pray, I pray a brand new outbreak of networking ability, Lord. A, a brand new out, just just an outpouring of influence over us, Lord, as as we meet people, as we hire people, Lord as we begin to hire people, as we begin to, even if we're writing our business plan today and that's our act of faith, Lord, anoint that. Lord, be in that moment. Be with this, Lord, because you care to create businesses. You care to create businesses because you care about the people that those businesses are going to reach. And I praise you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, I release that over everybody. I want to release the message of this week and the culmination to this, Lord, whether we are in a molting process like Tuesday, Lord, whether we are Yesterday, we were talking about whether we are in a place of whatever I talked about yesterday. I don't even remember it, Lord, but I want to pray for our thinking, our mindset. Lord, I just thank you, Father, that we can approach you and we can hear the truth that you have to say about our life, about our marriage, about our kids, about our family, about our loved ones, and that our fear does not stand a chance when we stand in your love. And I thank you for that, God. I praise you for that. That anxiety doesn't exist in your presence, God. That doubt doesn't exist, that self-hatred, that self-loathing, that generational curses, that pain, that abuse, Lord, do not exist in your presence, God. And we are an extension of you. In Jesus' name, we are an extension of you. I have power and authority by your name, Lord. Power and authority. Lord, power and authority, and I thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, I praise you for every person that called in today, Lord, that there was a message for everybody. Everybody took a message today, Lord. They weren't alone. Everybody had something from somebody, whether it was me, whether it was Jeff, whether it was from Amani, whether it was from Didi, whether it was from Mona, whoever it was from, 
Somebody gave somebody something today, Lord, and I praise you that this community is thriving for that and that you're increasing, that you're bringing more and more and more and more. And I praise you for that, Lord. I praise you for every person today, Lord, how much we value them, how much we value each other. I thank you for that, Lord, and I seal this in our hearts, Lord. I seal this in our life. It, can be not, it cannot be robbed from us. It cannot be taken from us, Lord, that it is, it is finished. It's finished. So I thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much. I know it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon right now. So, you know, <laughs> we, we did it. Guys, we made it. The world's longest. Moses, we made I have it. one more thing. Okay, someone have one more thing. Who is that? Yes, this have? is Carla Gensi. When I start talking, this is what happens. This is my God. I just wanted you to know he's put on my heart about the foundation. It was just a, my foundation is a aspiring artist foundation. Um, he told me to give you the information. Go online and check us out. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, the uh, website is gpaaf.org. Hold on, one more time. Aspiring what was artist the... foundation. One more time. What was that again? G like G George, P like Paul, A like Apple, applefrank.org. And it's called Spring Artist Foundation. I didn't okay, even know that you do music. Yes. Yeah, I do. GPA.org. No, GPAAF.org. GPAA. What was that last one? Sorry. Okay. G like George, P like Paul, A like Apple, A like Apple, F like Frank, dot org. Thanks. Got it. Got it. Wonderful. And awesome. if you need, if you need anything, talk, you know, let's talk. You said in networking, I, I, as you spoke that, I'm like, God, why? And then I heard you say something about music and I'm like, I have, that's the foundation. We're doing workshops and everything for new and upcoming artists in the entertainment. Amen. 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 This is exactly this is it. This is it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. So I'm like really excited <laughs> because I'm currently looking to um to uh uh hire facilitators and all kinds of stuff right now. I am just I, and I I am sorry if I took so long to say something, but I didn't know until like right this moment. Like I'm like, and he said, speak it out to network, to tell people what you're trying to do. So um, let me give you my telephone number directly. I'm going to do that too. It is okay. 510-860-50. Zero. Awesome. 1060. Yes, they're all zeros. 510-860-5060. I'm looking awesome. for artists, everything. Anyone out there, we were talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about all of these things. This is where it happens, you guys. This is really where it happens. So I thank oh, God. God for this this um this whole thing about entrepreneurs because a lot of times we go outside trying to find what we need and God is bringing it right to our doorstep. 
And so we have to just open up and believe God that he's going to bless our lives. He's going to bless our lives. And we're going to bless the world with with music and things that are encouraging and inspiring to take take people to the next level in their lives, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, professionally. I just trust God. And I know Amen. he didn't give me this, give me this for the world. He gave this to me for us. And I, I refuse to allow it to be released to the world. And that's something that has taken me 40 years to do. But I trust him. I trust him. And I want you guys to continue to trust him that it will be released to the world at his time. And it's taken this much time, but I guarantee you, it's going to come to every part of every every part of your vision. Every thought is coming to pass. It's coming to pass. Mm. It's going to work. It's going to work. Amen. I just want you guys to know I love you guys. I know I, I have only been on this line probably like about a year, but I've heard about it for years. Mm. And I just left one. I just been released from one church and um, brought to another church. I'm now attending another. It's just, God is amazing. I just want you guys to know that. I got I got so many testimonies to tell, but we don't have time. But I just want you guys to know that even in the midst of the, when, it's, when you're tired, when it's stressful, when, it's, when you're crying in the midnight hours, all of those things that will ultimately be worth it at the end. I know, I don't know what's coming, like I said earlier. I don't know really all of what's coming next, but I know it's amazing because God wouldn't have had me wait so long to get it. And so we got to speak out, you guys. You can't be afraid to speak out. We have to say what our gifts are, gifts are so that other people can tap into those gifts and help you to bring forth that in which God has called us individually to do. We're not an island. You know, we, we are a unit. We're together as one. God said, if any two agree is touching on anything on this earth, it shall be done. So we have to remember that and keep knowing that there are Christians out there that want the same thing that you want. And there's people out there that God wants us to touch because we're going to bring people over that, that are not Christians in in involved in the Aspiring Artist Foundation. Like, that's important to me. And you know, that people are saved and people know that if you can live and love the music and love uh, uh, the arts and acting and all that stuff and love God too. You can do it all. You can have it all, as they say. So Amen. I just Amen. want to encourage you guys with that last little tidbit. So blessings to you guys. <laughs> you. Blessings. Blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you. Definitely and uh, definitely absolutely appreciate you and everything, all the insight and the word. Thank you to everybody for today. Thank you uh, for everyone still on. Thank you. And um, you, everyone, you're dismissed today. <laughs> um, and just we got we got some good stuff tomorrow and then next Monday starting again next week. All right. So everyone have a blessed weekend. Happy Friday. You too. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Have a blessed day, everyone. Happy Friday. Love you guys.